friends. Welcome to episode 92 of the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Dara Swift, and I'm thankful you're listening in today, and I have some exciting news I want to share before we get into the show. Fierce Calling won an award. Yes, I'm so excited and humbled, and I'm praising God for that. At the Spark Media Podcast Awards, Fierce Calling won Favorite Podcast Host. Yes, I'm so excited and thankful and grateful. And I'm here for you all. I want to serve you and bring you quality and amazing shows that will inspire, encourage, and challenge you. So I am thankful to God for this award. And Spark Media, I mentioned that because Beer's Calling is part of the Spark Network. And it's amazing. And we can now be found on the Edify app which is free. So go to your Apple or Google Play stores and download the Edify app and listen to amazing Christian podcasts. I have a great show for you today. My guest is Darlene Larson. She knew all the pain, abuse, heartbreak, and grief in her story would lead to something more that God could use, but she wasn't sure how to connect the dots. And so she's going to talk about that in her story and how God helped to do that and how she's helping other women to do that too. I know what she shares is going to encourage, inspire, and challenge you. So listen in while I have a chat with Darlene Larson. Welcome back to the Fierce Calling Podcast. I am so excited to introduce you to my friend, Darlene Larson. She is a motivational, inspirational speaker, teacher, coach, and she's also a writer and author of the 31-Day Life-Changing Coaching Devotionals, Enable Me, Lord, to Shift. And it's going to answer the question for you, are you stuck in idol? (laughs) You're going to learn how to shift into truth and live, which I love so much. And she's just got so much to share today with us that will encourage, inspire, and challenge you. So Darlene, welcome to the show. So great to have you on. Doris, thank you so much. It's a delight to be here with you and with our listeners. Thank you. Thank you. And I would love if you would get into it and just share a little bit about your story. Um, some of the things that, you know, have God has brought you through, which he used then to bring you into this fierce calling that you have to help women. And so if you could share a little bit about your story and then how you are taking action where your passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Oh, I will be glad to. And thank you. You know, Doris, I was um, the ship to books that I've written. I was stuck. I was the woman that was stuck for many years and I couldn't figure out my story. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't connect the dots to my story. And I um, used to teach children in a Christian school. Absolutely. A love teaching. And I love teaching about the Lord and his word However, I I was getting burned out and I was in my 40s. I was stuck. I was losing that passion and I had a lot of pain going on in my story and I could not figure it out. And it was emotional pain. And I'm a mom of three adult children now. And I was doing all the please all in the home environment. And yet things were not going well uh, behind the front door of the house on the hill. and. At that time in my life, I lost my father suddenly to a heart attack. And we were shocked because we thought our mom would pass first because she had drug or prescription-induced dementia. So we were expecting her to pass 
And my father died suddenly at the end of his work day to a heart attack. And it just, it just, it shocked me, literally it shocked me. And so then less than three years go by and I lost my youngest brother, um, the exact same way. He worked all day and um, went home and went on his treadmill and got off the treadmill doors and took his eyeglasses off and got a glass of water and laid on the floor and died. And he was only 40 years old. And so I call that between the bookends of my father and youngest brother's death. Um, my dad's death shocked me. My brother's death jolted me to wake up, wake up and pay attention to your story. And so when I stood beside my brother's casket at the funeral home, I couldn't believe I was back in the same room. Less than three years, the same death, junior followed senior to the cemetery. It was just unreal. <laughs> I remember telling my pastor, Doris, at that time that I felt like God was playing um, chess and my family were the pawns and heart attacks seemed to be the what he was using and I and I know that was wrong um, but that's just the grief and how raw I felt and when I stood at my brother's death um, casket that's when God really started turning my story that it's time you understand and and Doris I'm a woman of the word and I and I thank God for that that's something I've stayed in the word um, and I'm, I love the Lord in his word. And I stayed with women's Bible studies and led through all the years. So anyway, but I couldn't figure out my story. I couldn't connect the dot of why I was the target of all this pain. So I had prayed for a couple of years that the Lord would take my life. So when I stood at the casket at my, looking at my youngest brother, I had an argument with God and it went like this. You took the wrong one. You, it was supposed to have been me in that casket, Lord. And then I said, okay, because of his early death, can there any good, any good come from it? Let it begin with me. And so uh, then I asked the Lord, um, if that would have been me in the casket, what would people have believed about my life? And that was the turning point because people would have believed a lie about my life. And I was raised in a home where there wasn't such thing as duplicity. However, I thought I was married to a Christian man, but it was I was so emotionally abused and beaten down and whittled down doors that I didn't even know at that time that I was being emotionally and mentally abused. Um, and so from that time on, uh, between the bookends of death, I had really purged a lot of pain and had wrestled with God with taking my father. And so when my brother died, a couple of weeks after his death, I whined and fussed and then I stopped and I said, no more. I'm done whining. Um, you know, Lord, no more victim mentality. I base my life on the word of God. And you say in Revelations, I believe it's 411 or 412 that um, God wills me to exist. And I said, okay, you will me to exist. So therefore I have a life purpose. What is it? Because I was burnt out from teaching and the passion of the curriculum was, was gone. I, I love doing stuff with women and teaching God's word. So it was the shift um, within weeks after losing my brother, I began to build my life verse by verse um, louder from what God said and walked away from the lies that were being stuck to me by um, the abuse that I lived in. And um, then I picked up a book uh, within weeks and it was a book, God's always used books. And it was a book it's about discovering your pathway to purpose for women. And by the time I got that book, done. This is when coach really was beginning in 06. <laughs> I flew out to California because of a leadership scholarship that 
it was a white ring lifesaver. I don't know if I would have ever made it out there and um, started getting all my coach training in 06 doors. And then the next year I discovered what I lived in. So God was getting me stronger inside and addressing my life purpose was to be a life purpose coach. And it fit me because I had prayed for years. What is my purpose? Why am I still alive when I'm treated? Um, so I was, I was being X'd out, just hit the delete button um, on our, on your computers. And that's what was happening in my marriage at that time is I was being deleted. I was ignored and criticized and um, blamed. And I didn't know what it was till 07. And then I had to expose it doors. I know you had asked me, darling, talk about the bent over woman as one of my mm -hmm. uh, signature talks. Well, I was the bent over woman doors until I exposed and stood up on the word of God. Wow. That's pretty powerful. And how, when you were likening it to like being the delete button on our computer that you felt like you were disappearing, you were being deleted. That, that was uh, a really impactful realization when God brought it to light when he started you in this coaching and you realized what was happening. But uh, I wanted to go back to where you had said behind, I think the way you word it was behind the front door of the house on the hill. And that right there, that just struck me because, you know, there are so many houses on the hills that we have no idea what is going on behind the front doors. And, and I imagine a lot of the women that you see and help coach have had similar struggles with the things in their lives. And how you had said that when you stood there by your brother's casket and just thought this should have been me or why don't you just take me you know those statements are very impactful for someone maybe listening right now who feels pretty hopeless and helpless and and it's not the truth um god has plans for them and so i thank you for being so vulnerable with that part of your story and just to encourage because really it takes us asking right what is my purpose god wants to hear us that we are ready to step into what he has for us right and what would you say to that darlene absolutely oh i'm uh doris spot on um spot on i knew teaching was a gift he gave me i knew that um but i just couldn't I just knew there was more. And I remember doors sweeping my little nook area in my kitchen saying, Lord, there's something here in my story. I just think there's more. What is it? I don't know, Lord. I don't know. Help me. And, and doors, I prayed for years that God would send me someone that could, number one, handle my story. And number two, it was heavy and it was really messy. And it was, I needed a wise woman. And he sent her when I went out for coach training and he answered my prayer to help, help me uh, be coached because I needed to be coached to become a coach. And um, she helped me, help me step forward. So um, he hears our prayers. And for any woman that's listening to this, that's stuck in emotional abuse and mental abuse, I just get help, precious, precious woman. And um, there is help out there for sure. You're not alone. God does see 
and he does want you to grow in wholeness and healthiness. And I love to how you were talking about your teaching and God had been equipping you even, I mean, to the point that where you were operating in your gift of teaching, but yet in the place that you were had become the end of that season, you know, when it started to get kind of stagnant and you felt burnt out, but all of the, the equipping had been taking place all that time. And so that's really encouraging. And I love, you have a lot of different things that you do in your coaching because you're a professional certified life coach, which is spot on perfect. Like you had said earlier, it was absolutely perfect for you because that's what you had searched for. And you're a life purpose coach, same thing, and a recovery coach and a grief loss coach. So there is a lot that you're able to use these tools and gifts and talents that God has given you. So uh, talk a little bit about that and how, how it segued you into writing the devotionals and what are some of the things that you're working on now? Thank you, Doris. Well, to encourage all of you, God is equipping each one of us and he wastes nothing in our life as long as we stay moldable. Mm. I think that's the key is wanting to, well, to stay on that potter's wheel. I mean, Doris, I wanted to jump off the wheel several times and um, the Holy Spirit wouldn't let me. Mm. I just, I couldn't. And I thank God for the Holy Spirit Mm. because it was the Holy Spirit and the word until I got help. But um, you asked about all the coaching certificates certifications. Well, one thing is God had equipped me that I am a learner. And I also devoured books and everything to try to understand my story, which kept my heart soft. I must say, I thank God for that because I did want to get angry and bitter. But I was warned early on by my first counselor, if I got bitter, God was putting me on a shelf. And I couldn't afford the pain that I went through, that God wouldn't use it for good or so it was like, no, I choose not to be bitter. I will not get bitter. And um, so what I did is when I knew I was getting my first certification with life purpose coaching, I sense doors. There's only been twice in my life that I have felt like God has touched me physically. And this was a time where I felt his palm was on my back. And he was coaching me to say, Darlene, keep going until I tell you to stop. And what I sensed was, go get your life purpose coach training. Then you're going to get your grief loss. Keep going, Darlene. Then you're going to become a coach instructor. And then you're going to get the life coach. And then you're going to get your recovery. And so because I am a learner and the teacher in me, that's just how I was wired. So Doris, I just kept going. And I really thought I was going to become a widow and God was preparing me so I could support myself. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't that it was, it was to prepare me for my purpose and my calling of hearts with a purpose. And so that is the name of my business and the website is hearts with a purpose. And, uh, you know, Doris, that's because hearts, uh, number one is heart attacks. Uh, so much pain came from losing two of my family members. But also the emotional pain that I went through, my heart hurt so bad. But our life purpose, it's embedded on our heart, dear audience. And so it's not going to go away, Doris. It's just going to keep gnawing at you 
to address it, whether it's quilting or whether it's, you know, baking or starting um, photography business, whatever it is, or starting PowerPoints or web design or interior decorator, but yet you're fearful to step out, but it won't go away. Well, that's a hint. If it won't go away, you have to ask, why won't it go away? And so then you asked about the bookstores. Well, the books, um, those first four that are out right now is a series and they're a coaching devotional. And they're really how I did life for years. And I did life by asking God a question and then he would take me to the word. So I said, you know, do I have a life purpose? And it's like, of course you do. It's right here. Revelations, darling. Okay, Lord, do you see me? Yes, darling. Genesis 16, 13. Just like I saw Hagar, I see you. Um, Lord, do you understand me? Yes, Psalm 139, 1 and 2. Darling, I understand you. Not only that, I, I see when you sit down and stand up. So I write those devotionals with women's stories and names changed of women I've coached and how I taught them to shift and let go of the lie to the truth and then how it changes your life. And that's how I wrote those books. That is so beautiful how you were even able to use the stories to be able to teach other women and encourage them too through through the stories, uh, your story and the stories of the women that you have coached. And 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 two, I want to say I'm I am so sorry for your losses because that was just such a, a deep thing to have to go through in so close together. And what a, a blessing that your ministry, like you had said, the word heart is in it. And what a a blessing and what a, a testament to the faithfulness of the Lord, you know, and bringing you through these things and being able to, like the Romans eight twenty eight scripture that that He does work all things together for good and and what He's doing with it now and and I think it's you know it's exciting for women to be able to like you were saying the things that you were naming likely spoke with to someone's heart right now you know that there's something that they're being nudged to do and as you said it won't let go and and I've said that before too where it's something you can't not do it's something you can't stop and it's just always there and uh, what does God want you to do with it so it's amazing too how there are coaches and you know like you that can help women step into these things and develop them so how does that work when a woman comes to you seeking direction how do you start with that and what would be a good first steps maybe for our listener thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the spark media network that can now be heard on the edify app Good questions, Doris, and I thank you. And I loved what you said. You're spot on. And I liked how you worded it, how I cannot not do this. That's right. <laughs> you cannot not. And I uh, I was going to add on to one other comment. And, and I want women to understand that when we step into our created zone, our life purpose lane, I call it, in our zone, we are going to have opposition. And Doris, mine was, I believed I couldn't write. And that had been a tag along that got hit a long time ago in my story. So I had to leave that lie on the floor. 
and uh, write those first four books with two others pending right now. But um, when women can come to my website at Hearts with a Purpose, Doris, and they can do a couple things. Let's say you're in abuse right now, but you don't know if it's abuse or bad attitude. Well, you can come take a quiz at my website, and um, then you'll be signed up for some newsletter with some with some coaching questions and videos. Or you could come over, and, and I'm giving my very first book in a PDF, and you can start reading the very first uh, domain book, Enable Me, Lord, to Ship, and that's your growth with God and who God says you are. You can get that book in a PDF. Or third, you can sign up for a 30-minute complimentary, no cost to you, a coaching session to see what coaching is like and to get a feel if I'm the right fit of a coach and that I can hear a little bit of your story and see if you're ready for coaching and what your dream is of what is the purpose that God's put on your heart. I'm also, um, Doris, you know, I'm on the social media um, sites. I'm at on Pinterest. People have asked before, where can we find books that you've read? Part of my library is pinned over at Pinterest, Hearts with a Purpose. I do go lives on Facebook, Hearts with a Purpose, on Monday nights. And I'm also on my personal wall, Darlene Tarot Larson, on Facebook. And I'd love ladies to come over. And that's ways we can stay in touch. Um, I know one thing women ask, Doris, is, well, if I'm in counseling, can I be coached? And that answer is yes. Many times women that are in abuse or coming out of abuse, if you're in counseling and being coached, you can get stepping further faster, um, working one inside with the counselor and one on the outside, I call it, um, that I can help you get going forward together. So that's a little bit about how to begin at Hearts with a Purpose. Um, I send out newsletters. And then if you sign up, I can stay in touch with you and connect with you. So much value there that women can check out and take the quiz and, uh, you know, download the PDF and all of that and read the devotional. That is really great. You have so many different resources for them to check out. And I love one of the statements that you made when we were talking about, and I had asked you, you know, what else you'd like to share or something specific in your story you'd like to talk about. And you said, no matter the depth of loss or pain, God has a plan. And our job is, if we choose it, to stay on the potter's wheel. Love that analogy of, you know, how, yeah, he is the potter, we're the clay. And I don't think I've ever heard somebody actually say it that way before that we're on the potter's wheel and we want to stay on the potter's wheel. So that would probably be a good book title too. Next for you, <laughs> staying on the potter's wheel. <laughs> that would be, that would be great. So I love that so much. It's such a great visual and it's just so biblical because that's what we are. We're clay in the potter's hand. And, um, and we are to be just continually molded to what he has for us. And, so that's really exciting. And and it's really cool how you have your library posted on Pinterest. I thought that was so unique and inspiring and cool, you know, that we could go there and see all the resources and books that you have read. And so thank you for that. That's really amazing. You're welcome. Yeah, it, it's just been such a joy having you on. And you know, just God is just doing so much in and through you and your ministry work. And you know, that stemmed from 
such a simple but profound question. What is my purpose? You know, what am I doing here? And for that woman who, as we said earlier, is maybe at a point where she's thinking, you know, why am I even here? And I'm being erased or deleted, you know, just like you had mentioned. And I know that it's happening in so many lives of so many women. And, you know, we just pray an encouragement to that woman who's listening right now who needs that today. And it's by no accident when someone is listening to the episodes, you know, that there's something in it for them that God wants to, to put on their heart. And, and maybe they know a woman who is a friend or someone, you know, in their church or someone else who is going through a really difficult season in their life and could benefit from the resources and the things that you have to offer Darlene. So I hope they'll check that out. And I will put all the links in the show notes so the listeners can find you And it's just been such a joy and a pleasure having you on. Is there any last encouraging word that you might want to share? Yes, uh, there is something that the Lord's put on my heart, especially for this topic and for women with um, that are trapped or stuck in any type of abuse and emotional abuse is that if they came to me, Doris, and said, you know, I listened to Doris Swift's uh, Fierce Calling podcast. I would be glad to give them $200 toward a coaching plan because I know how powerful and effective it is. And this is what I would love to share in closing is your life matters, precious woman. Your life matters. No matter what you've walked through or what you've done or the regrets, God is big and he is the forgiver of all. He's the sustainer and he is your purpose giver. And that your life here is meant to make a difference. And I would love to hear from you. Such a good word right there. That is such powerful truth. And and thank you so much for offering that $200. That is really amazing. And so uh, I'll notate that in the show notes too. So the women can do that and check that out. And uh, so thank you so much, Darlene, and I hope to have you on again sometime. I appreciate that, Doris, and God bless you and for your podcast and reaching out and stepping to God's lead. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. It's just, it's a joy, isn't it? And with all that you're doing, you know, it might sound like, (laughs) oh, wow, she's doing a (laughs) lot. But when you are operating in her gifts and the calling that God has, you know, it's not always easy, but it all molds and meshes together in a beautiful, like a beautiful symphony or a beautiful a dance, you know, so it may sound like a lot of things, but, but they are all so interconnected. And I just encourage the listener that God has that for them too. And so thank you so much. And we'll talk soon, friend. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. I hope the conversation with Darlene really encouraged you, especially if you are walking through a difficult season right now and wondering, why all this pain, Lord? What is the purpose in all this pain? Well, trust in him that there is something there that he can use. It's part of the story that's unfolding. And I love how Darlene said this in the show. She said, Lord, there's something here in my story 
I just think there's more. What is it? I don't know, Lord. I don't know. Help me. Friends, we can say that to the Lord. We can say, I don't know what this is. I don't know what's going on, but I need you to help me see what it is. And I also love where Darlene said, God is equipping each one of us and he wastes nothing in our life as long as we stay moldable. That's the key to stay on that potter's wheel. So awesome. Don't forget, friends, that you can listen in on the Edify app. So go download that for free at the Google or Apple stores and check out Darlene's website. I'll have the links in the show notes. And I hope you'll join me next time when I talk with another woman who's taking action where her passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Until then, friend, have a blessed week, and I'll talk to you soon.